0: From the Ron Miller Race Car Studio, this is the Hammerdown Racing Report. And now your hosts, Scott Hammer and Ron Miller.
1: Welcome, race fans, to the Hammerdown Racing Report for... Can you hear? I can hear you. Oh, okay. I thought you were having some hearing
2: problems over uh, there. No, no, no. <laughs> Somebody else is having hearing oh. problems.
1: It's Hammer Hammerdown Racing Report for uh, May 2nd. It's hard to believe it's May already.
2: Yeah, it feels like February, dude. Yeah. Crazy.
1: Uh, Good show on Tap Free tonight. Uh, We have a big announcement uh, coming up, kind of a a piggyback of a big announcement from last week. Uh, I'll also be talking to uh, 2017 uh, Fremont Speedway 410 uh, champ Cap Henry. He's also uh, leading the Attica Fremont uh, Championship Series points.
2: AFCF. That, too. Yes. That's That's the one, yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And uh, what else was there?
2: That one just doesn't roll off the tongue no, quite right.
1: AFCS does. I yeah. mean, I'm okay with it. yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's harder to say Attica Fremont Championship Series, unless you're practicing it. Brian right. this guy probably has it down by now.
2: I mean, yeah, well, that's because he's good. Yeah.
1: Just, oh, oh, ouch. ouch. Yeah. I'm going to go cry. Uh, sorry, we're just uh, a couple minutes uh, starting late for uh, checking out our live broadcast. Again, we are uh, live on Facebook and Twitter and Periscope and YouTube, all at the same time, as uh, well as Facebook. So, so we were having uh, mm-hmm. some issues, and uh, it apparently it looks like it's working. I guess, but uh, thank you for being with us. Uh, we're live from the Ron Miller Race Cars Studio again. Thanks to uh, Inner Circle Avenue and uh, their song "New Trend," our new uh, theme song, which we can't really hear in the studio because it only right. comes out our live broadcast. <laughs> uh, and yeah, and if you uh, are listening to us on iHeartRadio or iTunes or uh any of the other popular podcasting Uh, options options. yeah Yeah, yeah. Uh, you probably wouldn't hear that song you only get that on our live broadcast so there you go special treat for the live so maybe
2: that's a reason for those folks to tune in every wednesday at seven o'clock hammer down racing report on facebook there you go
1: uh and if you're commenting on uh, youtube or periscope i can only monitor one thing i'm not super talented so we're only watching the the comments on facebook Uh, so if you comment and you upset that we didn't respond and, and you're watching us on youtube that's why we might respond later i'll go through the comments later uh visit us uh on uh, the web hammerdownracingreport.com that's uh, where you got all the links to everywhere you can consume us not really eat us but listen consume us with your ears uh, make sure to follow our new twitter at hammer reports and uh we have uh, all those uh, new sponsorship opportunities uh as well which you can check out under the uh, advertising information on hammerdownrecentreport.com. dot com. So,
2: are yeah. we done with the the uh, important stuff?
1: Uh, should we do the big announcement? I'm gonna, I want to do the big announcement uh, soon here. But did you want to get into something here first?
2: No, no, no. Oh. Uh, I I oh. just thought we should get into the show. Well, I, mean, right. I realize you have to cover all those bases. But.
1: Well, we got to talk about Ron Miller race cars too
2: yeah they're pretty
1: cool guys I they understand. are are they still super busy you think you'd have time to catch up with all the rainouts recently
2: yeah well as we discussed earlier it seems like most of our racers hibernated all winter and and they're just playing catching up there's there there's a whole lot of racers right now that are hoping this weekend doesn't happen
1: and there's a whole bunch that are hoping that oh, this yeah. weekend happens so. and, and yeah we'll talk about everything that's uh On the table as far as uh, races that are scheduled. And uh, already one has been canceled that uh, we know of as of uh, coming on the air tonight. uh, Lima Land's opener tomorrow night has already been canceled. But we'll go over everything else. we got uh, your official weekend weather pit stop. Ryan Weakman is back with that. If you happen to hear of
2: anything while we're on the air that that may be canceled for this weekend, let us know.
1: There you go. And uh, congratulations, Mark Burns. You're a top fan. Way to go. Yay, Mark. Facebook started this new thing, top fans. Really? Yeah. So I guess it's uh, I I don't know. It's people that interact act with us a lot. I guess I'm a top fan of the Oakshade page. I'm not sure
2: how that We're happened. So yeah. Well, I think yeah.
1: Anywho, um, oh, yeah. Give Ron a call seven three four eight five six seven two two three. He's got race cars, parts, safety equipment, service, uh, tires. Tars. You got any uh, specials going on this week? No, no specials? Everything's a special every That's week. That's it. Okay. Uh, anything you're trying to get rid of?
2: Nope. Whoa. Nope, nope, nope. Whoa. I'm good.
1: <laughs> Those of you who are listening to us on the podcast have no idea what just happened, but Ron looked at his wife. Um, big announcement. No, I'm good. Trust me. Big announcement. We talked uh, last week, Chris Mize, uh, and this has just been like a week old. It's still pretty new. Uh, Chris Mize from Sandusky Speedway called up and said hey we got a new rates coming up this fall
2: yeah the phone so. lines were still hot when we talked about this on the air last week
1: so and i thought it was a pretty cool idea and we're going to be there anyways and right. we're going to talk more about this here in just a minute but uh, so i said hey chris how about we do a deal where we call it the hammer down racing report dirty thursday
2: and he's like okay that's cool presented by well
1: i don't know about the we, we don't we
2: don't know that yet i don't know <laughs> I, I, the, the nail
1: salon that's down the street I,
2: I know that was going to be pitched to those good folks
1: we'll see how that works there's some things uh, still being worked out with uh that but uh, make sure to mark your calendars for thursday it's a thursday night october 3rd we're actually going to be doing the show live from uh, there we may be doing it a little early uh, times have not been worked out as far as uh, race times and everything else
2: um, it could be yeah. kind of frantic that yeah. night but because
1: uh, we're gonna be doing this and uh, doing some
2: racing too yeah both hope. of us
1: because it's uh dirty thursday if you missed the big announcement last week it's uh part of the well it's going to kick off the cavalcade uh, weekend It'll be for the them.
2: prelude to yeah. the cavalcade
1: there you go thursday night it's the uh, dirty thursday or getting dirty on the asphalt uh, name still being uh, hashed out as well or we can go with both but uh ump dirt late models that's, what, U, that's going to be the headlining dirt late model there you go hey, um and with the with uh, the tires you're not going to use uh right
2: they will be dirt tires So you don't have to buy uh, new tires right. lm 20s 30s or 40s okay um
1: that uh, is going to be the the premier I'm, class I'm, for that I'm, night i'm
2: thinking that the race format will be heat races and and a feature uh, the feature, are, I'm thinking 30, 35 laps, and, you know, again, that, that'll be hashed out, but I, I think that's a reasonable distance. Uh, along with the late models, there'll be uh, a street stock slash truck class, and they need to be uh, dirt tires, dirt trucks that are there, and they will also be on any 8-inch wide dirt tire.
1: It may be uh, a pizza place sponsoring. Really? Dean says,
2: yeah dean said that yeah well that'd be exciting getting dirty with big d's pizza we're gonna have to sample the pizza before that <laughs> event though just to make sure that
1: so so again uh late models so if you got a dirt late model make sure to mark that thursday on your calendar uh come on out we don't Octo- know what the purse o- is going to be october yet, 3rd october 3rd yeah so you got some time you don't need to new buy new tires for this uh you don't have to do any you don't have to put the uh, big sideboard on or anything like uh, Ron likes to do for New Year's Day. This is uh, right. regular dirt late models. Dirt
2: fl- dirt. Uh, UMP rules. Um, we're, we're not suggesting at this point that it's a UMP-sanctioned race. Correct. But, uh,
1: but the rules will be U- what UMP UMP,
2: is. body, engine, and chassis. Rules. And then
1: you were talking, the. Uh, we're, we're going to have a, a couple other classes as well. We're going to have... Uh, the uh, fremont dirt trucks and the Oakshade bombers but it's a uh, two barrel carburetor rule so if you have a four barrel like my car you're gonna have to unhook the secondary
2: linkage which go. is which i can do i can do right. on my own you, now you, you i did
1: can. have to ask Corey. to i was like "No, which thing do i need to pull out here at the uh
2: yeah the one that's hooked restaurant. to the gas pedal.
1: yeah well yeah i figured it out it's like oh I, should, well, I could have figured that out so uh, yeah pretty easy two second change there if it, you you are running a a four barrel if uh any of uh you dirt truck drivers late model drivers or bomber drivers are planning to uh head on out to this race uh we want to kind of keep track of who who's going to be coming out and we'll help uh, promote that as well right and then uh, a third class which uh, i think we're still not uh i guess we haven't totally gone over the rules on that but it's going to be a front wheel drive class Uh, i know when uh, chris called last week we were talking about the the dirt guys versus the asphalt guys yep, dirt
2: versus pavement so, so that, but that could be interesting
1: that could be it it, it usually is at uh, the hangover race too so i was going to cap is bringing pizza oh um kind of trying okay. to keep up on all the comments they're having their own conversation there on facebook but uh, really so yeah very exciting event uh, october 3rd sandusky speedway uh, times to be uh, determined yet, and, and as well as person, uh, general mission all that stuff. Uh, we still have to to figure that out, but uh, definitely make sure to mark that on your calendar.
2: A customer told me this week that uh, this isn't uh, it, it's, I, it's it's happening in several places in the country, and I guess the response has been really good. Uh, didn't chris
1: say he did this down in uh in uh georgia yeah and it was uh, Um, got a big response dirt
2: cars do very well on the pavement uh pavement cars on dirt doesn't work so very well (laughs) so yeah this is a crossover and it'll give uh both the dirt and pavement fans uh something really interesting to watch
1: yeah i'm excited about it something different than it hasn't been done around here that i know of i mean i know you've raced at toledo speedway but i think that was an outlaw show yeah no that was was that that that
2: was a dirt versus pavement thing okay but this Um, is just dirt cars on the
1: asphalt yeah it's in dust
2: if if some of our listeners want to take a a peek at that uh it's on youtube uh toledo speedway 1985
1: um shane yoder's uh listening here uh, really yeah maybe he'll uh make a comeback what do you think shane
2: yeah that'd be fun dirty thursday (laughs)
1: october 3rd shane yoder's returned to dirt late model racing on asphalt that's not really a headline. That, yeah, that, Shane, that could be. It Shane, could be. Uh,
2: Shane had an experience at Toledo Speedway a few years back with uh, a sportsman car. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think He's kind of run that. everything.
1: Yeah. He's yeah. run
2: Arca. Yeah, he's he's run some big tracks so he with probably, Arca. He'd yeah. probably be a ringer there, maybe. Multi-talented okay. Shane Yoder.
1: So that's the big announcements The Hammer Down Racing Report. Dirty Thursday. Coming uh, Thursday, October third, at Sandusky Speedway. We'll be posting more information about that in the coming weeks. How about we'll be well. talking
2: about it? Besides, part probably of
1: that's also part of uh, our uh, entitlement uh, sponsorship. there as part of the race. We, we got to talk about yeah. it. So don't embarrass us. Come on, guys. Let's let's get it. Let's make this huge. That'll be cool. Because huge. otherwise, if absolutely huge. Three people show up. Nobody's nobody's going to listen to the show anymore, and we'd go away. And what, what would you do on a Thursday night? Right? Yeah. Um. Oh. Uh Let's talk about some uh, some other things. Okay. Oh, uh, other thing uh, with Cap Henry, we'll be uh, talking to him. Crap! I told him in probably about ten minutes or so. Uh, he uh, is also uh, leading the points, Fremont, two four tens. All right. So, so he's he's got he's got a pretty good start. Granted, they've only run one night, but he's got a pretty good start at Fremont already.
2: Do You want to talk about the uh, dirt car press release uh, now, or do you want to wait till after um, we talk to Cap?
1: Let's uh let's go through uh, last week's uh, uh racing. Was there any? There was, as a matter of fact, and uh, well, we'll get to the uh, how many and who won that coming up a little bit
2: later. Because well, that's convoluted because mm, kind of.
1: Uh, last week, of course, uh, most tracks rained out. Attica, Oakshade, Fremont, Eldora, Flat Rock, Sandusky did get things started. They got hot laps in and their demo derby, and then. Uh, I guess this guy's opened up there. So uh, really, the only one to get a full excuse me program in uh, in the immediate area was uh, Toledo Speedway, who postponed the uh, Raleigh Bill Classic from Saturday until Sunday, which seemed to be a good move because Sunday was a pretty
2: nice day. Now, did we uh, in our how many did we include I ninety six?
1: We did not. Okay, all right. But I I do have I ninety six on my list. I knew two. that. Were you looking at my notes? Oh, cool. um clairvoyant a lot of a uh, lot of action at toledo speedway on sunday sounds like that was the place to be definitely um cody swanson cody swanson excuse me started on the poll the uh, USAC silver crown 100 lap feature went on uh, to win his second race of the season uh interesting uh thing with bobby santos and aaron pierce who finished second and third respectively they had a uh i don't know what to call it uh a disagreement with how they raced each other i guess during that race and uh, bobby santos uh, if you haven't seen the video which is, is on our facebook page was uh, pretty much challenging pierce to a fight right there on the front stretch let's drop the fists
2: well at, at least they did Were they were planning on doing it in the front stretch instead of the yeah, pits and he said let's leave the cars out of it it's just you and me the people in the grandstands pay good money they should have the opportunity to that's, watch isn't that earl's old rule that's you, it
1: if you fight in the pits, I'm You're kicking gone. you out. If you fight on the front stretch, I'll give you a bonus. Whatever it was. 100, 100 bucks. bucks, yeah. <laughs> so anyways, uh both those drivers uh they got back in their uh sprint cars, the Auto Value bumper to bumper series sprints, and uh some more strange things happened with that. And actually uh Bobby Pierce was uh caught up in uh, one of those things. He ended up uh flipping down the front stretch. Bobby Pierce? I'm sorry, Bobby Santos. <laughs> Okay, I got my asphalt and my dirt mixed up.
2: All right, I, I just yeah.
1: Bobby Santos went flipping down the front stretch after a uh, strange and nasty accident on lap three of the uh, sprint car feature. Started after uh, Dameron Taylor hit the wall coming off of turn four. He came to rest in the middle of the track and sat there for quite a while. And then a pack came off of turn four. The leaders well after the caution the, had the leaders
2: split him one on yeah. each side.
1: And the pack just smoked him and. Uh, I almost said bobby Pe- bobby santos uh, ended up flipping down uh, the front stretch there and a couple other cars got up in the air and i guess uh, taylor was uh taken to the hospital for observation after getting hit there pretty hard and there hard, was real hard yeah there was uh the video that video i have also on our facebook page too okay. if you haven't seen that have you did you see
2: that oh i did what, absolutely uh,
1: well i reached out to scott schultz of uh, toledo speedway to get uh their Take on it. What right. with their no, side? No, and, I understand that. There's two
2: sides to every story. Uh, I understand that uh, USAC brought their own people to that race. Is that correct?
1: That I believe so. But I believe the uh, the Auto Value bumper-to-bumper Sprint Series Super Series, I think, is actually what it's called. That mm-hmm. have their own people as well, their own flagman and okay. official in the tower. Um, because uh, I guess some of the drivers were saying they didn't see the yellow lights. You
2: could see the flag oh, clearly the flag, waving. flagman was waving the right yellow flag like crazy. Yeah, he was no waving it
1: about like that. a good 10 seconds before they came off that corner. Um, you can't see any in the video of the lights, though. And that seems to be what some of the uh, controversy was about, where the drivers were saying they didn't see the lights come on and they didn't hear anything on their uh, race uh,
2: I I was going to say, I assume those guys use race and
1: They do have, I guess... I don't know if they run uh, like spotters at some tracks. I think they might. But, I, I don't know. But at, at Toledo on Sunday, it was just the one-way communication right. with the receiver.
2: Certainly someone should have been yelling, yellow, yellow, yellow. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, um, the drivers involved uh, that were also taken out, Cody uh, Gallagher, Gallagher, I think, uh, Taylor Ferns, Tony Main, Eric uh, Gordon, uh, were also involved there and taken out. Uh, as I mentioned, Taylor was taken to the hospital for further evaluation. Scott Schultz, uh, I did ask; I wanted to get, uh, you know, see what sure. happened behind the scenes that not everybody sees. He says that uh, the yellow flag came out and the lights went on. Uh, he also said the auto value sprint official in the tower delivered the message via radio okay, as well. So whether or not that got across or the, maybe there's something wrong with the lights, I don't know. But, uh, for some reason, Tony Main, who was one of the drivers that were caught up in that accident, uh, stated uh, on his Facebook page that he did not hear anything or see lights, and it kind of looked like uh, several of the other drivers may not have seen that as well. yeah, so uh, bad yeah. deal right there for uh for everybody involved, really. but uh, again, it wasn't the regular uh, uh Toledo Speedway crew running that show right. so
2: it wasn't the uh, their person in the tower okay. and it wasn't their flagman
1: so yeah chris Myers auto value super sprints fighting pits two weeks two hundred dollar fine fight on the front stretch pay you each 100 bucks chris my there you go sandusky speedway new rules
2: all right <laughs> especially for dirty thursday yes, especially right?
1: for dirty thursday i-96 had the uh, sunoco american late model series uh opener For the 25th season, Rusty Schlenk got the uh, win there, beating last week's uh, winner up at Crystal, Logan Arts. So uh, Rusty's been racing up in Michigan because that seems to be the only place racing around here. Um,
2: This time of year, I mean, Michigan could have snow, but they're the only ones getting shows in. Well,
1: they they have uh, the Whiteout 100. Yeah. Raced up there in February. Uh, The World of Outlaw NAS Energy Drink Sprints. We saw uh, Brad Sweet leading the entire distance at uh, Lake Ozark Speedway Friday night. He survived, uh, survived a uh, late-race bobble to take to Sheckard flag. Saturday's race at Federated Auto Parts Raceway at I-55 was rained out. Sunday's event at Jacksonville Speedway was washed out as uh, the last-chance qualifier was on the track. So uh, this weekend, uh, they're scheduled to be at uh, Riverside International Speedway in Arkansas, and that's tomorrow night and Tri-State Speedway on Saturday indiana lucas oil late model series whole weekend rained out tri Cities uh event has been postponed to thursday july 11th and macon speedway was postponed to july 23rd this weekend was supposed to be the knoxville toyota 50 at uh, taswell speedway tennessee that was going to be uh tomorrow in the 33rd annual ralph latham memorial at florence in kentucky those events have already been postponed due to weather series will return to uh taswell on friday the uh, 28th in florence the the next night that's uh, june 28th that
2: is no that's world of outlaws lucas oil late March. lucas okay all right lucas now isn't uh world of outlaws somewhere south of here this weekend too
1: i think so you don't have that i didn't i didn't write that
2: down well fine
1: i know uh, Jeez, i can't remember everybody's schedule Eighteen-year-old uh, Todd Gilliland, Gilliland won at Talladega on Friday night. The uh, ARCA Series will have the mu- music, the Mucus City, two hundred Music City at uh, the Fairgrounds uh, Speedway in Tennessee, in Nashville. I do believe that's uh, Saturday at nine o'clock
2: on MAV TV. There were some pretty damp eyes after uh, Gilliland won that race. Family, family members. It was, it was really, it was really touching, Scott. It,
1: hmm. Well, that's
2: good. I liked it. Okay.
1: Uh, Tyler Reddick overcame a uh, brush with the wall and uh, pit road speeding penalty to win the Xfinity race at Talladega on Saturday, and Chase Elliott benefited from uh, the Chevys teaming up in the uh, Geico 500 to win on Sunday in the Cup race. Uh, Kyle Larson had a pretty uh, crazy crash there at the very end of that, got up in the air and hit as the many sprint car wall.
2: races as he has raced in and as many tumbles as he's taken in sprint cars he said that was the worst
1: yeah it didn't look fun oh, and especially in slow motion it does go forever
2: yeah <laughs> i'll bet sitting in the car it felt like it
1: uh this he did climb out he was fine so everything's good there uh this weekend they're at uh dover, actually all three uh uh the touring series series is at dover the trucks friday night the jugs 200 at uh, 5 p.m you can watch that on fox sports one xfinity on saturday that's at uh 1 p.m also on fox sports one the cup race will also be on uh fox sports one i believe i didn't write that down i think it is but that's at two o'clock on sunday but one thing i did notice on sunday's race because i did watch most of the the talladega race was uh the uh the amount of empty seats in the uh, crowd in the uh, stands there was not
2: very evident there wasn't very many empty seats not yet it looked like it was a whole lot better attended than Bristol. Which, yeah, which is uh, weird. Yeah, Bristol that, is that.
1: usually the hardest ticket to get. Absolutely, that, But uh, those guys down in Alabama, there's some diehard fans down there, I guess.
2: Maybe so, it was, maybe it was, it was a, a better weekend.
1: So maybe they should uh, rethink the whole uh, uh, trying to focus on the short tracks so and maybe they just need a whole bunch of Talladegas now.
2: Going to NASCAR, um, talk to us about the qualifying. Mm.
1: Yes, you know about that, right? i do all right how about you go about that i'm gonna dial up uh, cap henry all right cool How about
2: that nascar has decided that they're going back to single car qualifying that uh and and they didn't state it as such but they know that the multi-car qualifying was a travesty and they're not going to be doing that anymore back to single car qualifying and uh, i think it should work out much better
1: hope so They finally gave in though. Like, you didn't see that coming, right?
3: Your call cannot be completed as dialed. Please check the number and dial again.
2: Did you dial 1, Scott?
1: No. Maybe I need to do that. (laughs) Yeah. I think everything in the 419 area code, though, is, uh... I'm trying it again without a 1. Maybe I
2: didn't hit all the buttons possible if you didn't hit all the buttons it wouldn't have said anything
1: hey but see now it's ringing i must have missed a button hello hey is this mr henry
3: it sure is
1: hey it's scott <laughs> hammer ron miller from the hammer down racing report how are you
3: i'm good how are you guys Pretty Wonderful. good
1: welcome welcome yes welcome to the show perfect um uh, before we get into uh what you have going on uh, we were just talking about the uh the nascar qualifying stuff do you watch uh, nascar at all do you care about nascar
3: i watch it a little bit
1: okay you uh, what's what's your feeling about the whole qualifying uh, debacles they've had? Do you think it's do you agree with the decision to go back to single car qualifying?
3: Yeah, I think for the purpose of what qualifying really is, it should always be single car qualifying. Um, you know, they had a really really weird qualifying format, and it never really made any sense to me. Um, so I think for you know for like the pinnacle of you know what's supposed to be like the pinnacle of U.S. motorsport to an extent. That, um yeah single car qualifying is definitely the way to go
2: well and they had hoped to introduce drafting into qualifying and i, I don't see that's where, where dra- the problem is I-, I, I don't see where drafting and qualifying should be used in the same sentence
3: yeah you know um at that point it becomes you know qualifying to me is always been you know it's just about trying to get the most out of your one car for a lap and you know it's then it you know with having to draft and all that it becomes a A team effort and to me it just doesn't seem right
2: well and qualifying should also be the driver picking the right line hitting the right marks uh
1: it seems like things are changing though i mean as far as like short tracks used to be single car qualifying and now we're now that we have uh, transponders that's kind of gone to group qualifying and now NASCAR For was doing tracks. Yeah, that's what that's what I meant. Yeah, the yeah. weekly tracks. And now NASCAR is kind of going away from the group qualifying that didn't work and going back to single car. I don't know what that means. I don't know if that means anything. It's just kind of an interesting little trend
2: there. Most of the races <laughs> that you run, Cap, are they uh, are they group qualifying or do you qualify single car?
3: Um, we we do a lot of both. Um, so Attica does group car qualifying um, versus like Fremont. Um, and most of the time, the All Stars, it's all single car qualifying. The Outlaws is all single car qualifying. Um, and I think um, Fast does, I think they do group qualifying now. Um, but, um, you know, for like a weekly short track, you all understand the point of doing qualifying. Um, it's group car just to try and, you know, speed it up a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. The biggest thing I've always disliked about Attica is that. They do your group qualifying in hot laps, so you don't really get a hot lap session um, <laughs> to start of the night. But you know, what kind of is what it is. It's dual purpose. <laughs> what,
2: what are yeah. you, What are your thoughts on group qualifying versus single car?
3: Uh, I always prefer single car, just because. Um, to me, it always made things simpler because, as a driver, you could watch. You know, you could watch what the one guy on the racetrack was doing before you had to run to try and figure out what you had to do. And then the other thing is, is I've had a couple group car qualifying sessions through over the years at different racetracks to where you get caught up behind a slow car. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, it can really mess up your day.
1: Yeah, wasn't that a, a fight uh, at uh, Phoenix? Who was that uh, a couple of the guys were upset yeah, because... of uh, Kevin guy, Harvick, I think. No, mm-hmm. it wasn't Harvick. It was uh, the, the Suarez and somebody... Anyways. Oh, yeah. So how long have uh, how long have you been racing?
3: I've been racing 410 front cars now for 10 years. Um, I started racing go karts when I was five, so it's been a few years.
1: <laughs> uh, what's what was in between go karts and 410s? Um, I ran a
3: 305 for a little bit, and I ran a pavement midget over at Speedrome in Indiana. Um, but I pretty much went from karts into the 305s. I ran some mini sprint stuff indoors, but nothing ever outdoors.
1: Have you ever run a uh, stock car? Late model, bomber? Mm-hmm. No,
3: you know, I have never thing? run anything with fenders on Okay. Any desire to? Um, I would try it. You know, okay. We have talked about doing it for some people over the years, and nothing's ever really worked out. And um, I've just never made too big of a push for it. <laughs>
1: okay. Uh, so uh, you said you got started in uh, running uh, the go-karts when you were five? And how, how did you uh how'd you get into that? Was it a family thing or
3: Yeah, so um my grandpa raced, my uncle and my dad both raced and um so it was kind of a family thing, but um so my dad and uncle had quit racing before I was ever born and um there was a local cart track um just down the street from where my grandparents lived and um so finally the one day uh, I talked to my grandpa uh, you could hear the go karts in their house, so I talked to my grandpa to take me down there so I could see it. And um, it turned out that when my dad showed up, um, that the guy that ran the track, um, my grandpa gave his him his first ever run in a go-kart. So the guy let my dad run his cart, and um, that's where it started from.
1: <laughs> a lot of guys, uh, they still jump in a, a go-kart and run it. Uh, low, there's all kinds of go-kart tracks around the area. You ever uh, get back in a cart, or are those too, too, uh, too slow for you now?
3: No, I still pretty, um, I run karts whenever I can. Um, okay. Last weekend when we rained out, um, my dad actually runs the go-kart track in Fremont, and uh, I took the time when we were off that um, me and a crew guy went over, and his um, his boy has just started go-kart racing. So we spent the weekend after, uh, every day after it rained out, we went over there and we practiced and tested and helped him out and getting him going. Uh,
2: go-karts, who's better, you or John Ivey? <laughs>
3: Uh, I don't know. I, you know, I have beat John a handful of times, but John's got a couple more years' of experience than I do.
2: <laughs> what, you calling John old?
3: Uh, experience, experience. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's what I
1: call you, Ron. Your experience. Yeah, don't
2: start.
3: There we go.
1: <laughs> so, other than the uh, 2017 uh, track championship at uh, Fremont and the 410s, uh, what other uh, championships do you have? Do you have any other ones?
3: I have actually never won a championship in a 410 sprint car. Okay. No. Um, I have, I actually, the last time I won any kind of track championship or series was when, uh, I was running cart stuff. So, you know, that's been a long-term goal is to finally win something.
1: Well, you won, uh, opening night at, uh, Fremont. The, what was that? Like two weeks ago now?
3: Yeah, it was almost <laughs> on the verge of three weeks ago, I think. Holy cow.
1: Well, uh, you must, uh, it's, I couldn't think of a better way that, uh, to kick off uh, your season this year, and uh, with the Attica Fremont Championship Series, are you running uh, in that as well?
3: Um, the plan is to actually run the Attica Fremont uh, Sprint Car Series. Um, we're kind of going to see how it goes. Um, you know, if we keep running well and keep staying up front, um, we'll keep at it. Um, you know, if we have a bad night or something and drop back, we'll probably kind of venture out more.
2: Don't I remember seeing you on TV a few times? Maybe Mav yeah. TV?
3: Yeah, we would have been on uh, TV some during some of the Ohio Speed Week uh, All-Star races.
2: All right. <laughs> have you uh, ventured out west at all, Knoxville or any of those shows?
3: Yeah, I actually, um, not with the lane racing team, but I actually made the Knoxville Nationals and finished 10th in 2013.
2: I thought I remembered uh, that.
3: Yeah, I did the all-star deal for um, a total of four different years. Um, so I've run out as far as um, North Dakota, South Dakota. And then um, I actually had um, a stint in the Buffalo Wild Wings car. And um, so, yeah, I ran Knoxville. We ran down in Texas and stuff out that way.
1: Well, that's pretty exciting. Well, yeah. What, what was uh, your highest uh, finishing position in points with the all-stars?
3: Uh, we, I finished, I believe it was fourth every year I raced with them.
1: That's, that's not bad. That's pretty good. Now, how long uh, have you been with uh, with Lane?
3: I've been with uh, the Lane Racing team since 2017, and we've, um, you know, in that time span, we've won a total of 10 features together already.
1: And they're based out of Michigan.
3: Yeah, are uh, made of Michigan, uh, actually okay. north of Detroit.
1: Okay. So how do, how did that deal come together?
3: Um, it actually just came together. Um, I had just uh, finished with the Buffalo Wild Wings car. And uh, had just gotten home from that, and um, Brian Smith had decided that he was going to leave the lane racing team. Um, so I gave Brian a call, and he hooked me up with Brett's phone number. And uh, I called him up, and he uh, decided to give me the opportunity.
1: Okay, What uh, what track do you consider your home track? Fremont?
3: Um, I, Attica is definitely my Attica? home track. Okay. It's 10 minutes from my house. Okay.
2: <laughs> Would that make Attica your favorite track? Obviously, you've run a lot.
3: Um, it's definitely up there as one of my favorites. Um, I'd say Waynesfield and Hucid, South Dakota are my favorites, but, uh, Attica is definitely up in the top five.
1: Okay. Um, who, who would you, uh, consider, uh, maybe your, your biggest rival racing rival?
3: Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I don't really think that I have like one particular person, you know, okay. I just always, uh, you know, we always strive to run up front and, uh, I guess it's whoever's up there.
1: Okay. Any, uh, any drivers, uh, you look up to?
3: Um, I always really looked up to, John Ivey and Craig Mintz and, um, Paul McMahon, you know, those were, um, the Mintz family was the ones that gave me the opportunity to start running 305s. And, um, my dad sponsored John and Craig when, um, I was a little kid. So I always really liked both of them. And they were always just, you know, treated me, you know, really fairly. And, um, you know, and Paul McMahon was always, um, you know, he always ran up front. He was always, I liked him cause he was quiet. He wasn't, uh, you know a guy that was big on causing controversies and stuff like that and um yeah that would be my top three
2: i was really worried that you were going to tell us that you looked up to rico
3: oh come on that's bad run
2: <laughs> come
1: on man i'm with cap on that one that's oh boy um <laughs> i don't even know where to go from there Anywhere but you've down. got your notes guy do um actually i did i was doing a little bit of prep i saw that uh uh I saw something about the the music that you like which is I think lines up with my musical tastes uh, pretty much. Uh, what what uh like I, saw, I think it was an older interview though that said that your favorite band was 6 AM.
3: Yeah, um really big um 6 AM and Motley Crue fans, um Guns N' Roses, and then um I like a lot of the 80s rock and then I listened to a lot of m m also.
1: Did you ever listen to uh, Hammer's House of Hair back in the uh late late 90s? probably can't get it out uh, that way. Signal yeah, didn't get out that far.
3: I I wouldn't have been listening to that stuff in the late 90s. Oh, okay. I wasn't even 10 years old at that gotcha.
1: point. Well, you're making me feel old, son of a gun. <laughs> just
3: saying. <laughs> just saying.
1: So did you like The Dirt that came out? Ron's totally channeled out. He has no idea what we're talking about now. Did you watch The Dirt yeah. on uh, Netflix? Uh, I actually you think
3: finally of? watched it just the other day. Um, I had read the book a couple years ago, but yeah, it's a great movie.
1: Ah, I enjoyed it as well. Ron, have you seen it? No. I think you would enjoy missing it. out. <laughs> You're <right>. missing out. <laughs> do, you, uh, do you do Do you listen to any uh, music to get you pumped up before a night of racing?
3: No, so I'm actually I'm very self motivated to race, so I don't need any more enthusiasm to get going.
2: Just okay. need a little bit of peace and quiet.
3: <laughs> yep. Um, what, oh, I
1: read something about uh, something about the hand signals uh, from your new crew chief. Did you, did you get that yeah. sorted out? What was that, what was that all about? Yeah.
3: So we hired a new crew chief this year, and it's actually pretty comical because his dad had worked for me when I drove, or he didn't work for me, I worked with him, when I drove the Gensman 53 car. And every now and then he would bust out a hand signal that I had no idea what it meant. Um, so his kid now, Zach, stands in the exact same spot. And at one point I look over at him under green and he gives me this hand signal and I have no clue what it means. <laughs> and I just like, I you know, just looking at him going, I, I got nothing, got nothing. So, But yeah, uh, Zach and I have hashed out the uh, the hand signals.
2: You ever got that? You did get it sorted out as to what he meant?
3: Yeah, he told me, apparently whatever his hand signal was, it meant just keep doing what you're doing. <laughs>
2: <Okay>. <laughs> and he probably learned that from his dad.
1: Yeah. Well, there was no middle fingers or anything, right?
3: No, okay. yeah, that was easy to figure out. <laughs>
1: Um, what's, uh, what's the craziest thing to that, that you've had happen, uh, racing sprint cars?
3: Well, I'm, I i can not really just point out one. We've had, uh, we had a we've had some different stuff. Um, you know, I've had stuff where parts break and you still run well and you can't figure out how, or, um, you know, parts bend and you run well and I can't just point out one single thing.
1: Okay. Well, I guess if you have a long career it'd, uh kind of get I probably wouldn't be able to answer that question either. So uh what are, what are your plans for this weekend, uh if if we don't get rained out?
3: Um, I believe our plan is to hopefully run in Attica and Fremont. Um uh, we kinda looked at maybe traveling to Lernerville, um, but it doesn't look like it's any better. Um yeah. so it's still up in the air. Um I let Brett take care of that and I just kinda go where I'm told.
2: Oh. Well, take your awesome. helmet bag and
1: yeah so you don't have uh do you i'm assuming you have some say as to what to where you go do you yeah Okay.
3: he'll ask me where i would prefer to go but um you know i usually i'm pretty carefree on it and i just want to go race all
1: right and uh of course the attica fremont championship series at uh attica and fremont uh, this weekend is four thousand to win right i think that's
3: right yeah so you know that's definitely we hope to get those shows in um you know Dwayne and those guys are putting on a they're putting together a really good deal and uh you know, we definitely want to go run those races and run up front, but um, looks like it's going to be another one of those weekends just trying to go where it doesn't rain.
1: Yeah. What do you think about uh, Millstream? Have you uh, raced out there?
3: I always thought it was a pretty cool racetrack. Um, you know, I'm hoping they get it open and run some races.
1: Okay. Have you raced it, though, in the 410, or was that before?
3: No, I raced it a couple okay. times. Um, I think one of the years there we started, you know, towards the back and run up into the top five. So yeah, it races really good. Um, so I'd like to see it open again.
1: Okay. Have you uh, run any wingless uh, sprint shows?
3: I've only ever run two in my life. Um, I actually ran one last year um, for the Wilsons um, out at Kokomo, and then I ran one like the very first year I started running four tens. Um, it was a lot of fun. Um, you know, I'd like to do it again, but, um, you know, it's for me it's easier to get into a car that's already those guys kind of know what they're doing um because i don't really know how to set the car up so it's easier for me to get in and just try and drive it versus trying to set it up and drive it
2: did you beat chad at that race
3: uh, well chad didn't run so oh,
2: okay so yes <laughs>
3: yeah the answer is yes
1: <laughs> so uh, we kind of covered this uh, a little bit as far as uh what your plans are for for this summer as far as where you're going to be running uh, you said the Attica Fremont Championship Series. Depending on how things go, uh, and what are some uh, other possibilities uh, we may see um, this year? We're
3: going to run a handful of the Ohio Week shows. Um, we're going to go up and do some of the Michigan World of Outlaw shows, okay. and um, you know we're going to try and run um, try and run a little bit further around. Try and get down to Atomic. Some, um, and uh, you know we're working with Beer Barrel Bourbon to try and you know help promote them through a broader area. Um, so just going to try and travel a little bit more. Nothing crazy, but um, you know, definitely run a little bit more than we did last year.
1: That was is Beer Barrel also uh, based up in Michigan?
3: Yeah, they're out of uh, Holland, Michigan, actually. Okay, very good.
1: See, we're learning stuff, sharing stuff yep. about the sponsor. Yeah. Uh, any chance uh, you'd run for the Fremont or uh, Attica uh, track championships this year?
3: Um, the plan isn't to at this point. Um, the plans, ju- the only full-time thing we we're going to try and commit to is the afcs deal the plan wasn't to try and run attic or fremont completely okay. every week
1: okay so you so you gotta you'll be around the area but running a, in a bunch of different uh, series then all-stars yep. world about laws yeah,
3: yeah that's the plan awesome
1: how long uh, do you see yourself uh doing i mean do you see yourself is this like where you want to be running a 410 or is there you know do you want to move on to something else eventually is this like a stepping stone for you or
3: no at this point you know i'm pretty happy with what i'm doing um you know i kind of try and plan on doing this as long as uh you know i can you know as long as i can find rides that are competitive and you know as long as people want me around okay
2: not to put any pressure on you but we've had a really good track record of uh, folks being on our show and then winning the next race so we have kind of high expectations
3: Okay. And I, we'll, and you know, we'll be following it, I, that. I hope it continues for me.
1: Yeah, buddy. No pressure. I
3: mean, he's saying yeah.
1: you have to win this weekend is what he's saying.
3: <laughs> oh, it's not me. Okay, okay.
1: Well, he went. He won last time, so pretty good shot there. Uh, yeah, you never know. So we play this little uh, deal on our show here each week uh, when we remember. It's called How Many. Last week uh, we tried to determine how many of the area tracks would be uh, running this weekend. And I think we're going to do that again. How many are actually going to run and not get rained out? Of the six tracks, the tracks we're talking about are...
2: Come on, Scott.
1: Wait, five tracks, because Lima Land already rained out. Uh, Attica, Oakshade, Fremont, Sandusky, and Flat Rock Speedway. Yes, there's some asphalt ones in there. Of those five, how many do you think uh, are going to actually get their program in this weekend?
3: How many besides Attica run on Friday?
1: Uh, Attica's the only Friday one. Lima Land was the other one. They've already canceled.
3: Okay, so Attica's for sure. I doubt Attica races. Um, So I'm going to go with three. Three that will race. All right, right.
1: what do you got, Ron? One. That was what
3: I had last week.
1: Kathy? Two. Two for Kathy. I'm going to go with zero then. I'll probably not win.
3: Anyways, I don't, uh, <laughs>
1: I don't think you're going to win. I don't think so. But, uh, we hope you win. We hope you you get some uh, races in again. Uh, talking to uh, Cap Henry, leader, current leader of the uh, Attica Fremont uh, Championship Series points. So, good luck with uh, that, and uh, during Ohio Ohio uh, Sprint Speed Weeks and uh, the
2: World of Outlaw races as well.
3: All right, I appreciate that, guys. We'll yeah. certainly be
2: reporting on those shows. Awesome. Thanks.
3: <laughs> All right, thanks, Cap. You have a good night. Yep, you guys too.
1: All right. All right, Cap Henry, good racer. Yeah, nice guy too. He's got good taste in music. You should see the dirt. If you say so. Okay. <laughs> um, you had some uh, something you wanted to cover here before we get into some uh, other racing news here uh, about uh, I did. World changes. Uh, I
2: got a press release from World of Outlaws slash Dirt Car uh, concerning not only the World Racing Group or World of Outlaws but uh, weekly tracks. Um, Driver attendance at every uh, pit meeting is absolutely mandatory. Um, I don't remember what the uh, the fines were for not showing up, but if they do a roll call and you're not there, um, uh, even if you had quick time, you start halfway back. Uh, it was some pretty crazy stuff.
1: Where, now, did, where did you see those uh, rolls at?
2: It, uh, it came to my email, Scott. Of course it that, did. That's, that's <laughs> why I sent it to you, so you could help a little bit. But that's okay. It's all good. Um, there were also, uh, they specified uh, in heat race events, um, you would be permitted one time where you could stop on the track and have uh, a track worker pull the, uh, the sheet metal away, once in a heat race and twice in a feature. Uh, Now, my question on that is, does that mean that the tracks are now required to provide someone to pull the sheet metal away? Because I know most local tracks don't in this area.
1: Yeah, and I think the other question that we were talking a little bit before we went on is, does that uh, uh, rule apply to your weekly track show Yes, with with the UMP rule? You're saying it does.
2: that, That is a rule that was sent out. It
1: supersedes track rules that are already in place.
2: Well, it's the Dirt Cars slash UMP weekly rules are are included in that. Uh, Also, they they did specify and uh, on races 50 laps or less, you're allowed uh, two spin-outs, or I'm sorry, second spin-out, you're gone. Under
1: 50 laps is uh, two cautions and and this is where tim murphy also pointed this out it was the first thing i noticed in when you sent this was uh two cautions and the driver may be parked
2: i saw that yeah i don't like the use of the word may because that's that's like "Eh, he may
1: be parked we may let him go races
2: over 50 laps uh you're allowed three uh two spins third spin you're gone Uh,
1: uh uh yeah yeah that's it each driver will be allowed two cautions after second caution driver may be parked that's under 50 laps in the event 50 laps or more each driver will be allowed three cautions after the third
2: caution the driver may be parked okay so that would actually be four cautions well, i don't
1: know it says af- because technically hey. after the third if you are the third caution after that comes out you may be parked right? okay i guess it depends on how you need a lawyer to write these rules for goodness sakes but uh, yeah there was some uh, interesting things on there uh, testing will not be permitted at any world of outlaw dirt car sanction tracks seven days prior to that track scheduled event uh, 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 uh. so the and these rules uh, did not exist before there were not any no they thing? are
2: new revisions uh, effective May 1st so this is hot off the press okay but I mean
1: they're not replacing previous rules that said anything no like
2: not that, really okay? uh, I don't
1: Cause yeah. i was wondering what the the previous rules were yeah no but so the individual tracks had their own rules right at that point so um, are these in effect right now Yeah, effective
2: know? may first so yes answer your question yeah. yes <laughs> um That'd be interesting. If, if you don't have access to that they can check the hammer down racing report page uh and they were in, yeah, you in, put, in, you in had a reply to uh this week's show
1: yeah that's where i just found them so yeah, that's uh, that'll be interesting uh, to see how local tracks uh, respond to that. Yeah. If I would have had more time, maybe maybe next week uh, I'll get some uh, response from some UMP tracks, see what they think. Some of, these of the rules. local tracks? Yeah.
2: yeah. See yeah. if they will be providing someone at the exit of turn four to pull the sheet metal away. And that was the spot where it was specified that if you have an issue, you can pull up and stop there.
1: Yeah. So. Yeah you good with that are we done with that sure move on sure not? i'm just there was something i have in mind that i didn't have written down that i wanted no, do to it. go before i, I forget uh, uh atomic speedway yes they are going to I, I know we've talked about this in the past about walls with blunt ends right uh i guess there was an accident with uh modified you see the video of that uh,
2: i didn't but i know it happened yeah
1: basically atomic has uh the wall there's no wall on the back stretch it's kind of just open But then there's a wall that starts in turn three, and so and they got a bunch of tires in front of the blunt end of that wall, and there's a modified, bounced off somebody, went straight into those tires, you know, and stops almost immediately when that happens. So uh, a lot of tracks have been, I mean, it's been... A lot of talk has been, been uh, going around concerning tracks that have those kind blunt of ends, blunt ends, blunt end yeah. walls. So uh, they made the announcement that they're going to be extending their wall down the uh, back so that blunt end will not be there
2: anymore. And it will be a, a, a merge where you go onto the track. Yeah,
1: it looks like it's going to be like somewhere in the middle of the back stretch. That, that was what which, I saw. Yeah. So, yay. Applause to them for uh, taking action there. Um, also, there was uh, something else. Uh, I'm not sure we were allowed to talk about it, though. That deal that they were working on. Yeah. That was being held up by those round things. Tars. Yeah. Uh, apparently, that's off the table.
2: It's off the table.
1: That's what, uh, as of this afternoon, that's what really? I was told. Yeah. So, uh, IndyCar Series announced uh, that they are ahead of schedule with implementing the frontal protection device, that little fin. It's like $5,000, I think I read, for this. And it's several pound piece of titanium that's like could, right in front of the driver's if face you can
2: afford an Indy car. you can afford five grand
1: i guess yeah i can't afford an Indy car. so uh 29 <laughs> drivers participated in a uh, test at in indianapolis motor speedway they were satisfied with the design of the piece indycar officials decided to make it mandatory on the cars for the indycar grand prix at uh, indianapolis motor speedway road course on may 11th
2: well it, the drivers don't know i mean it it was in front of them they don't know if it works or not
1: well that's true i'm assuming that they don't want to be the test person that's for that a, either uh, i think this was in response to that uh, death they had was it a couple years ago at pocono or was that last year that was two years yeah. ago i think it was or a tire went, came into the cockpit and yeah bad things uh the ntt indycar series also announced the entry list for the 103rd running of the indianapolis 500 They have 36 entries with seven past winners, seven rookies, one driver to be announced. Qualifying is scheduled for Saturday, May 18th, and Sunday the 19th. Um, We already talked about NASCAR returning to a single car qualifying this
2: weekend. That means that they've got one seat that's open, Scott. Maybe you should request the month of May off, the rest of the month, and uh, go see if you can get a ride. What do you mean? You you could drive Indy. Just... They only start 33 cars well they've only got 36 you got to be able to go faster than three of them i don't know you can do it scott
1: again i can't afford the finn let alone a (laughs) indy car itself um yeah but you can just buy the ride (laughs) okay
2: it'll already have i gotta
1: i gotta have sponsorship attached to me to make myself uh uh, to make somebody want me to be their driver there's got to be a pizza shop hey you want to sponsor me or mr d's yeah big d's i mean um the indefinite suspension of NASCAR Gander Outdoor Truck Series driver, Austin Wayne Self, has been lifted. Uh, as you uh, may remember, he had been suspended for a violation of the substance abuse policy that NASCAR has on uh, and, April 1st. And, and he went through April their program. April Fool's Day. He went through their program. and uh yeah, in, can, The month. Road to Recovery program, yeah. And uh, he's going to be back competing at Dover tomorrow.
2: Uh-huh. They must be short on trucks. Uh, well, oh, I
1: didn't say wow. that. Wow. Wow, you were just full of it tonight. So yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much all the news I have. Should we? Uh, yes. Talk about what's coming up this weekend?
2: Yeah, talk to Ryan. Talk to Ryan.
1: Now Well, let's uh, let's say what we're supposed to have. Uh, Lima Land's already been canceled. They were supposed to have their season opener, uh, so that that's not happening. Attica, as uh, last uh, last we checked here, uh, they are still. Thanks, Ryan. I I know it is a nice shirt. Uh. Adkins Group Amerigas Night tomorrow night at Attica Raceway Park, featuring the AFCS 410 Sprints. That's four thousand to win. Uh, Attica Late or Attica Oakshade Late Model Series and 305 Sprints. Gates open at four, racing at 7:45. General admission is fifteen dollars. So it's Challenge Night. At- it is Challenge Night and Challenge Night Saturday nights at uh, Oakshade Raceway, the Attica Oakshade Late Model Series. That's fourteen hundred to win. For uh, that, uh, when right. we had Chrissy in here, uh, she mentioned that they were going to up the uh, the purse for the right uh, those challenge series events. So, uh, fourteen hundred to win for the uh, late models at Oak Jade on Saturday the fourth. Also, UMP Sportsman, Bombers and Compacts gates open at four, racing at seven. Tickets are uh, fourteen bucks for general admission. So, and that'll be opening night for Oakshade because they got rained right. out last weekend as well. Fremont Speedway also in action with the Marigas Propane Open Wheel Shootout featuring the Attica Fremont Championship Series. Also $4,000 to win, so you could win $8,000. You win both races. Be a big deal. Cap's going to do that. Uh, 305 NRA 360 Challenge and the Boss Non Wing Sprints will all be in action at Fremont Speedway. Gates 0104 racing at 7. General admission $15. Bucks. Sandusky Speedway. Uh, also in action, they got rained out last week after their demo derby. Uh, Mod street stocks, lakerie stocks, uh, renegades, beginner stocks. Pits open at three. Ga- the uh, general gates open at four. Racing is at seven. General mission is uh, ten bucks for that. And then uh, finally, Flat Rock Speedway has uh, Jack's Bicycle opening night. They got rained out last week. They're going to run on Sunday last week, and they canceled that that modified show that sucks yeah uh scouts will get in free at flat rock speedway on saturday nights so late models figure eights and street stocks pits will open at three front gates at five racing at seven general admission is uh 15 bucks at uh, flat rock and that's uh the racing that's still scheduled for this weekend and uh let's check out what uh, ryan we su- says we
2: suggest you check the uh, web pages facebook pages before you head out
1: yeah and we'll Forward along any uh, issues as well. So, while uh, I listen to Ryan,
0: this is your weekend weather pit stop forecast. I'm first alert meteorologist Ryan Weakman reporting from under an umbrella because the rain never stops, apparently, in northwest Ohio. All right, let's get to it. Uh, start off Friday, uh, we've got Attica. Uh, Rain should be out of the area by then. Uh, Seat's going to be a little bit damp or things a little bit muddy around the raceway, but I think the rain will be over with by race time there Friday evening. Uh, Most of it moves out during the morning. Saturday, big evening. We've got Oakshade. We've got uh, Fremont, Sandusky, Flat Rock on the ticket all at 7 o'clock. It looks like a system is going to work up from the south Saturday during the day, but much of the rain should stay south of the area. So I'm going to give the green lights to each of those raceways and speedways. Look for temperatures to be somewhere in the low 60s or upper 50s at the start of the races. Best chance for rain if we were to see any. Some showers may sneak in over there towards Sandusky and Fremont. But again, looking pretty good. Drier weather ahead looks likely starting Sunday. This has been your weekend weather pit stop forecast. Again, reporting from under an umbrella. Download that First Alert weather app. We'll get through it all together. All right. Goodbye, rain. I'm First Alert meteorologist Ryan Weakman.
1: Blame the weather guy.
2: Optimistic. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Optimistic. We'll get some uh,
0: racing in this weekend,
1: hopefully. Uh, Hopefully uh, they can uh, dry things out before this weekend. A lot of of rain this week. Rain still coming now. Oh, and, uh, is it still I, well, I don't know was it raining when you came in yeah it I was been outside for damp a, yeah were the mudhens playing yes the, the game was still going on okay. yes how about them toledo walleye how about that back in front of the series there now, with were you the there days. last night i was all right it's a good game let's see this this no this is the playoff beard and if I you're see. if you're not watching you can hear it there that's yeah, the playoff whatever. beard
2: now i watched I was jumping back and forth between the uh, Tigers game and and uh, the Walleye on TV, and uh, I was pretty confident. Like four minutes left, they they were going to win, and I think it was two to one at that point. Where did those other four points come from? Well, and that f-
1: they they scored five unanswered goal because Cincinnati actually scored first. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And yeah, and then they pulled their goalie. So uh,
2: oh, okay, yeah,
1: the last goal was a. Yeah, I think he shot it from his own his own uh, end of the ice and yeah. put it up in the air. It was like a bomb, long bomb pass up in the air, and it just landed right in the net. It was pretty sweet,
2: and people went nuts. Yeah,
1: it was like that was pretty much rubbing salt in the wound. But they play a uh, game four tomorrow night at the Huntington Center, right?
2: So, and then it's back down.
1: It's to not the- a hockey podcast, but go walleye. <laughs> Still working on uh, a guest for next week. Uh, maybe we'll talk to somebody. Again, about that uh, the new UMP rules and see how that affects local tracks. Absolutely,
2: and and it does. uh, It affects all weekly and touring series tracks. It just yeah. Uh, Working on
1: working on Haley Deegan in a couple weeks. Uh, She makes gets herself uh, ready for her ARCA debut at uh, Toledo Speedway at the uh, ARCA race there coming up in mid-May. The was it Sue something? I don't remember the new sponsor anymore. Sue something. Uh,
2: Yeah, it's the same one that has been sponsoring them. Sue Chief. Sue Sue Chief. Chief. Yep, that's the one. Okay, I remember it was Indian something. It's a plumbing company.
1: Oh, I did not know that. Yes. Okay, then. (laughs) Good thing they're advertising then. If you watch MAV TV
2: with some of the uh, ARCA races, you would know that. I don't
1: have MAV TV. I am a cable cutter, and I'm unable to have that.
2: That's sad commentary, Scott. I know. Real race fans have MAV-TV. Well, I am also a
1: radio person, and I work on a radio person income, so some things have to go. That's and why I, I don't understand. I have, I, I have I, a I, kid
2: going to college, so. I, I would think on a radio person's salary that you, you'd be headed to Indy this, this month.
1: Apparently you have not been following the trends in radio, although iHeart uh, did announce this week that uh, uh, we're emerging from uh, bankruptcy. Bankruptcy, yeah, they worked out all that stuff. Cool. So yeah, so maybe eventually I'll get a raise and I can afford that indie car.
2: I hope. (laughs) How about we call it a show? I think think. done. It's dinner time. Tune in again next Thursday. (laughs) Boss, boss made me work through lunch today, so I'm looking forward to dinner.
1: All right, next Thursday, back live, Facebook, Twitter, Periscope, YouTube. Also, uh, make sure to listen to us on uh, your favorite podcasting platform. And I. We're there. Yeah. Google, iTunes. So iHeart, this is that. number 83 This was a show number 82, I believe. 82 in the yeah. can? Yeah.
2: Because yeah. oh. I
1: didn't count our best of show. That, oh, okay. If you all count right. our best of, it'd be 83, but all right. this is technically 82. So, yeah. You're very good. Make sure to follow us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at Hammer Racing. And uh, thanks to Dave Kemmer for helping out. Uh, what was his title? Associate Producer? Yes. That we we're getting? Thanks for listening, folks. Yeah. We're gone. HammerRacingReport.com. Visit it. Everything you need to know is there. See you next uh, Thursday.
0: You have been listening to the Down Racing Report from the Ron Miller Race Car Studio. Listen on demand on iHeartRadio. Hit Pass Moto, sponsored by Moto America, is the show that keeps you up to speed on the latest in motorcycling and brings the biggest names in motorcycle racing right to you. From candid interviews with the top names in racing to providing insights into the trends and trendsetters driving the motorcycle industry, we have you covered. New episodes are available every Thursday at pitpassmoto.com and on your favorite podcast app. Ride on!